Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God from St. Luke, chapter 2, our Holy Gospel for tonight, where we read the song of the angels that they sang in the field to the shepherds. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. This is God's word. St. Luke, the writer of our gospel for tonight, likes to use irony in his writing. Now, it's not him, of course. It's the Holy Spirit working and writing through St. Luke. There are things that we encounter just in the first couple chapters that are just beautifully ironic. Take, for example, Luke chapter 1, which we heard last Sunday and also the previous Wednesday. In Luke chapter 1, the end of that chapter, Mary is carrying the baby Jesus within her womb. And it's there, after seeing her relative Elizabeth, and Elizabeth's baby in her womb, John the Baptist, leaping for joy, that Mary then sings, My soul magnifies the Lord. How perfect is that? Mary saying, My soul makes the Lord big. Because at that moment, the Lord is very, very small as she carries him inside her. It's an ironic moment. Tonight's gospel, especially the angels in the field, are ironic. Why are they ironic? Because they break forth the heavenly host. We can only imagine what this sounded like for these shepherds in the field, and they sing, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth. Well, exactly how peaceful can a multitude of the heavenly host actually be? How peaceful am I right now? I'm yelling kind of loud for a really, really late hour, aren't I? That's kind of the point, isn't it? The world is sleeping, waiting for Santa to arrive, if you will. They've moved already from Christmas Eve, and the world sleeps and waits for tomorrow. A new day, new plans, new festivities. Throughout its history, the church has been different. And that's why we're here. I'm not kidding. My heart is gladdened tonight with icy roads out there, crummy weather, and the fact that, you know, okay, so back up a little bit. I grew up here at Our Redeemer. I'd never heard of a midnight Christmas service as a child. That was not a part of the culture here at this church throughout my childhood. And then I went off to seminary, and I attended this little rural church in suburban St. Louis, 
out in the farm country, outside the city, they had this Christmas midnight service. I'm like, whoa, that's different. And then I went and served a vicarage, an internship in uh, Kakana, Wisconsin. And they too had a midnight Christmas service. I'm like, wow, this is kind of a thing, isn't it? So then I got to northern Minnesota, my first church. We didn't try it there, but I served a church in central Wisconsin, Bear Creek, Wisconsin. I'm like, you know, let's try this midnight worship service. You know what? The first year we had 50 people at it. And we had another good turnout the next year. Well, then after that, I left. I went to the mission field. Then coming back here, it's like, yeah, we got to try having a midnight service. So I think the first year we had about 15 people, which it looks like I haven't counted. What's the count, Jim? We got about 15 tonight? 20. 20. There we go. It's the record for our Redeemer at midnight. We did it the first year. It had about 15. The second year, I think we had six. And then last year, you know, we're in the midst of the pandemic and we, we did two Christmas Eve services at 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock instead of just doing the normal one to try and keep the crowds a little smaller. And I was like, eh, you know, I think two services on one night's enough. I'm not going to push it and do three. So there was no Christmas midnight service last year. And so 20, I, I'm, I'm literally just like, Stoked that that happened tonight. So thank you for being here for that. Because the church, if you haven't gathered it, is a little bit different. We're a little bit odd. We don't fit in. We say things that the world doesn't like. We hold the things that bother people. And we have these weird customs. And we keep insisting that Jesus is Lord. That he's risen from the dead. That he reigns even as a baby in a manger. And that's a different sort of thing that we're about. It's a different sort of thing to sing about peace and then make a bunch of noise. Yet that's exactly what those angels did. They sang perhaps the greatest song ever written. You might give it to Mary, who our last Wednesday night service last week, we talked about her Magnificat. But how can you top a song by the angels themselves? We often picture heaven as being a place that will have lots of singing. But what's it like when they bring their voices down here to us? They sing Gloria in the highest, or here's your Latin lesson for the night, they sing Gloria in excelsis. Gloria in excelsis Deo, Gloria to God in the highest. Gloria at Excelsis, it's the song we sing at the beginning of our service, and we sang it tonight. Because you see, the church has a far different idea about peace than the world does. We find peace in the manger, in the baby, 
Jesus Christ, our Lord. Forget what they say in a way in a manger that is utter nonsense. No crying he makes. You would be worried about a baby that didn't cry, that didn't wail. How else would he let his mother know he needed things to eat, to have his diaper changed? Yeah, that's God in the manger that needs a clean diaper. As I told you, it's different. Peace, for us, would often indicate an absence of noise. Peace would mean things are quiet. But it's not quiet on that first Christmas night. No, there's plenty of noise to go around from the angels. Instead, we learn that the peace that Jesus comes to bring is not peace as we would seek it. It's not an absence of noise, but a different kind of noise. A song. We gather together, here is the church while the world sleeps, to celebrate a baby being born, which is ordinary. It happens all the time. But the angels proclaim that this baby is extraordinary. He is peace in the manger, in the feed box. Yeah, that's another thing you shouldn't miss either. This manger where they lay him. It's not just, oh, how cute, this will make a nice bed for the baby. They put him in the place where the animals eat. And that shouldn't be lost on you, that Jesus is food. Not for the animals, but for you and for me. He is the one who gives his body, gives his blood to be our food, to establish peace between us and heaven. We poor miserable sinners, as we confessed ourselves to be at the start of the service, we come seeking peace with our God. And on this night, here in the middle of the darkness, while the world sleeps, we find it. That's why whether there's three of us, or six of us, or 20 of us, or maybe one year there'll be 50 of us, or God willing, even more, it's good and right that we are here. This is where we belong at this hour. As Christmas Eve turns to Christmas Day, the church long held that it would be at this hour that Mary would have given birth to our Lord. Was it at midnight? Probably not. Perhaps not. It's possible it could have been. But that's not the point. The point is that we mark our days, order our lives, And make our every move 
as those who are seeking peace from our Lord Jesus Christ. There is plenty of noise in the world. Tonight, I think at Christmas, whether you're one, obviously all of you are those who on this year have chosen to spend Christmas in the house of the Lord. Many don't. But I think we all like alike share in common that we want a respite from the noise. There's a lot of things in the world around us. Pandemic, politics, violence, division, hate, brokenness, wickedness in every different size, shape, and color. We all want a break from the noise to find a peace. So look for something different. Don't look for peace as the world offers it because the world can't give you peace. There will always be a new turmoil around every corner. Instead, find peace in the one who gives himself for you. Find peace in the one who becomes heavenly food. Find peace in Jesus Christ, your Savior, born this night. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.